I am Jamie from Stillmeyer Games, and as usual, I'm here on a hectic announcement morning, but I'm really excited to spend the next hour with you. Today is a big day because we don't release many games at Stillmeyer Games every year, and today is the announcement of the second game and the final game of 2023 for Stillmeyer Games, and that game is Apiary. This is a game designed by Connie Vogelman, and I've had the amazing pleasure, really, of working for Connie, working with Connie and for Connie over the last two years. Connie's an incredible designer, one of the best designers I've ever worked with, and I love what she has created with Apiary. Um, I'll talk about more about that in a second, but I wanted to to, to cut to the lead here uh, in that Apiary is our big announcement of the day. You can see. Lots of information about it if you want to start to scout around on our website. Uh, there's a teaser trailer on YouTube. Um, there's a new Facebook group for Apiary. It's on Board Game Geek now. A little bit delayed. It, that, that didn't quite go live uh, quite with the timing that I wanted because so it isn't linked in the, in the e-newsletter, but it is linked on our, on our website. Even the rulebook. The rulebook is available on our website right now if you want to check out the rulebook. I have noticed, quick note about the rulebook. I've noticed some people are asking for access to the Dropbox folder but you don't actually need uh, access to the Dropbox folder. You don't need editing access to view the files in it. So if anyone has any problems with that, let me know. Like, click on click on the rulebook link, and it should take you to the Apiary folder uh, among our public files on Dropbox, and you should be able to see the rulebook right there. Um, let me know if you have any problems with that. Maybe I maybe I used the wrong link. But yeah, I am so excited. Here, I'll I'll leave the box up. You can't see the name, but you can see the the bees. Uh, the theme of this game is spacefaring bees. The idea that in, on, in a post-humanity Earth, bees have become more and more intelligent and, and advanced and technologically advanced uh, to the point that they are kind of the, the human-like um, species on Earth post-humanity. And they've taken to the stars. So the bees have taken all these behaviors that they've learned over tens of thousands of, of hundreds of thousands of years of evolution, and they've taken those, those aspects to the stars. So it's bees in space, essentially, in a worker placement, engine building, and tile placement game in how you are building your hive with these, uh, these hex-based tiles. The art, some of you are commenting on the art. The art in Apiary is by artist Quanchai Maria. He illustrated the box, of course, and over 100 different tiles and cards and things like that found in the game itself. Uh, yeah, it was really. I love the box in particular. I think it. I think it looks great. But I think it almost like it looks really good in person. I think it almost looks better in photos. I think it photographs incredibly well. Maybe that's one of Quan Chai's talents, creating things that photograph really well. Um, if I if I miss a comment from you today, I have a lot of comments. I'm excited to see everybody here talking about the game and and the excitement. Okay, Tim confirms that Dropbox worked for him. If I miss a comment or question that you want me to address, feel free to repost it. I'll come back to it. <clears throat> Looks like people are having no problem accessing the rulebook, so I wonder if, um, I, don't, I actually don't know why some people are requesting share access. Rob is asking, will Apiary be available at Essen and available for pre-order there? Um, not the pre-order part, but we will have some copies that we are air freighting into Essen, so Apiary will be available at Essen. Our intention, our plan is for the, the launch of the game on our web store to go live on October 4th which is right when Essen is starting. I think Essen starts the next day officially for most people, October 5th. Um, so it'll be on our web store on October 4th, shipping to most areas right away. We just got a, a little bit of shipping information about Europe today. It sounds like that shipment is, uh, that freight shipment is taking a little bit longer than we expected. But I think the plan is still that we will launch the product on our web store on October 4th and then ship throughout October. Maybe there'll be a little catching up to do in, uh, in Europe. 
but we will have some copies at Essen. Uh, as for the pre-order part, there's no way to pre-order on our web store and pick up at Essen. You have to just go to our booth at Essen and, and buy a copy if you want it there. Matthew says, tell us more about designer Connie Vogelman. It's her first design. It is Connie's first design. Yeah, Connie attended, I, and you'll see a lot of this story in the, uh, in the design diary post that I'm posting over the next few days. But the short version is that Connie started working on this game around five years ago, and she brought it to Design Day 2021. This is an annual event that Stillmeyer Games hosts to uh, just engage a community across the U.S. mostly, um, or people in St. Louis, people come from all around the country to attend this event to share their designs and playtest their designs with others and just playtest. Sometimes a lot of people who design, who attend aren't designers. They're just attending for fun. Um, I'm definitely, I, as I'm talking to you, I see that I'm definitely missing questions here. So please repost your question after I miss it. I'll, I'll definitely miss it. So anyway, Connie attended design day. We heard great things and we saw great things about Apiary at that design day. And uh, I worked with Connie a little bit and then we signed the game and continue to work together for the next uh, two years on, on Apiary. Let's see. Let's see. Um, definitely, again, if I miss questions, let me know. Eric says, is it the usual person that did the solo rules? So the we work with a company called the, the Automa Factory run by Morton Monrod Peterson for all Automa solo modes in our games. And that is the case in Apiary. You can see that on the box right here. Here's Automa Factory. That's, that's the normal uh, group of people that create the solo modes for our games. Let's see. George says, where does the name come from? Uh, apiary is, is a, a term used for um, kind of beekeeping, for a, 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 a place where, where, where bees are kept. Let's look at the exact definition of apiary. Apiary, uh, a place where bees are kept. Okay, perfectly. Yeah, a collection of beehives. That's what apiary means. Let's see. Okay, Dave, my coworker Dave, who will be at Essen, says that Essen uh, Apiary will be available for both demo and sale at Essen. So available for demo there too, if you just want to check out what the game is all about. Uh, Zach says, is there a reason the max player count is five and not six? It's uh, a good question, Zach. I mean, part of it is budget. This is is it's not too expensive a game of a game. We haven't revealed the price yet, but it is also whenever we add a new player, it does add costs. Um, the game does have kind of micro turns where you're taking one specific action on your turn. Turns do not take all that long in Apiary. Uh, but, so part of it is budget, but part of it is even with a game with micro turns, um, downtime can become a problem when you add six players, a six player. So all of our games, the rule for our games is that all, all of our games need to play from at least one to five players. Six is kind of a bonus when it happens to work for six, when, game, when turns are, are generally really, really short. Um, or when adding that six player isn't too big of an expense to players because not a lot of people play at six players. I guess it's feasible that we could also, there's this kind of limited spaces, worker placement spaces on the board. There's a bumping mechanism. It's possible we could have added a six player, but I think it would have increased the cost of the game beyond what we really want out of the box, but it is something we might consider for an expansion for Apiary. Let's see. A few people have asked about the pre-order for Essen, if you can pre-order for Essen. Currently, we don't have a way to do that on our web store. We are looking for a way to implement in the in that implement that functionality in the future for conventions where you can pre-order on our web store for pickup at locally or at a convention. We are working on that, but we're, we currently don't have that capability. And currently, just to be clear, Apiary is not available for pre-order for anybody. Um, it will launch on our web store on October 4th. So in this specific case, 
because it, the launch will be so close to Essen anyway that there's there's really no difference between pre-ordering on our web store and picking it up at, at Essen, just going to the booth and buying it. Because the launch on our web store is October 4th. Currently, you can sign up for a launch notification. And for every dollar or every person who uh, signs up for a launch notification on our web store, our website, uh, we are going to donate a dollar to one of how many three? Three organizations, pollinator.org, the Center for Native Pollinator Conservation, which is based here in St. Louis, and Hyfer International, specifically a gift of honeybees to someone um, using Hyfer International. So and this does not cost you any money. All it takes is for you to sign up for a launch notification. There's a link in the e-newsletter in our website where you can do that. Chet said, did Apiary's theme change at all from the original theme? There's a big story about this that I'll talk about in tomorrow's design diary, but the, the short answer is originally the game was just about bees. Uh, the, the, uh, just the concept of bees, worker placement game, tile building or tile placement, engine building with bees. But there's another game that does all those things in different ways, but there's, there's a wonderful game, Honey Buzz, that does all those things already. So I suggested or I asked Connie if she would be open to adding a sci-fi speculative theme to it. And Connie loved the idea. Connie is a big fan of sci-fi. It actually solved some design problems with the game to add that sci-fi element. And so we kind of ran with it from there, uh, adding that sci-fi element. But it's built from the ground up to be a game about bees. I think that's why you'll see a lot of interesting bee um, terminology and be uh, the be theming throughout the game. It's not just a, a game with a pasted on theme about bees or even space. Let's see, Jason says, after the marketing strategy and the release of Expeditions, I was hoping you would go back to the quick turnaround between announcement and release. Yeah, that's exactly what we're doing here. Announcements on today, what's September 6th, and then uh, the release on October 4th or the launch on October 4th. Um, so yeah, that is what we've gone back to for, for Apiary. Paul says, is this a one-off game, or I think I, I missed the full question, or campaign game? Yeah, this is a, a, a standalone one-off campaign, or not a campaign, non-campaign game, um, competitive game for one to five players. Kevin says, the October 4th launch date referred to when it'll begin to ship or the or when the pre-orders were open. Yeah, it's not really a pre-order. Um, we're launching it on our web store on October 4th, meaning that... Uh, We'll have in most fulfillment centers. We'll have the game in stock then, and it will begin shipping pretty much right away. We anticipate shipping will start the next week after that because uh, we'll get a, a bunch of orders hopefully on October fourth. So the game will ship throughout October. Joven says, if you mentioned Teotihuacan and Euphoria, can we expect dice placement? So it is not a dice game. It is a worker placement game where the workers have different values. In fact, I'll show you what one of those workers looks like right now, uh, and you can. Uh, for any, I'm happy to answer any question you have. The full rulebook for this game is available right now, so you can see what the game is all about. But the game has little worker meeples that look a little bit like dice because they have numbers on them. So these are spacefaring bee meeples here. You can see that. So they have inking so you can better see the numbers, and they have numbers one through four. You're not rolling these. These aren't D4 dice. Rather, the number indicates the strength of the worker you place the worker. So if I have a one value worker, I'll place it on the board as a one value worker. But when it's bumped or when I retrieve this worker, it gains in strength. So it would move up to a two, then a three, then a four. Um, there's a whole bunch of mechanisms that I'm not explaining there, but that's the general idea of the game. You're placing a worker and based on their strength and based sometimes on the strength of other workers on the action already, that determines the strength of the benefit that you're receiving from the action in Apiary. Uh, let's see, Trishul says, are there time-delayed reward mechanisms. No, there aren't time-delayed reward mechanisms in, in this game. It's, it's more about the, the strength of the worker and how that impacts the value of the benefit you're receiving from that worker that you place.
Bobby says, are the bees cross-compatible with Scythe? No, they are not. This is a standalone game, a one-off standalone game in Apiary. Rob says, will there be enough copies available at Essen or daily quota? Yeah, we'll probably, we'll do a daily quota for Essen. Um, enough copies is always relative for anything, right? Like we never know exactly how many copies people want, uh, but we have sent an ample number of copies to Essen. And if you aren't able to get it at Essen, Again, we're launching it on our web store with plenty of copies on our web store on October 4th and then shipping throughout October. So if you're at Essen and you miss out, you can always just order on our web store and get it uh, directly from us sometime in October. John says, well, there'll be a watch it played video for this. There will be. In fact, uh, the first design, design diary post today focused a lot on accessibility and onboarding. There will be a watch it played video. There's a dized interactive tutorial. It's a free tutorial. We have a rule book. So we have the apiary rule book we also have a separate uh teaching guide so we have a one page front and back teaching guide for apiary and each player gets their own player aid uh, with big player aids with icons and descriptions of core things that they need to know on the back so uh big focus in this game on onboarding because it is a it's not I wouldn't call it a heavy game, but it's a medium weight game verging on heavy. And so we really want to help people get into the game and get the start taking turns right away as soon as they get the game to the table. So we have a lot of ways to onboard people into the experience of playing Apiary. Frank says, are they combat bees? No, there's no combat in Apiary. It's not that type of space game. Uh, there are quite a few interactions in the game where you're looking at what other players are doing. The, the value of some benefit, some actions are based on other workers that are there. There's a lot of tension between grabbing certain tiles, uh, limited tiles. Uh, there's four different types of tiles in the game and also the exploration element. So there's a lot of tension and player interaction, but not combat. It's not a combat game. Jason says, what were the factors that led to... Oh, sorry, Jason, I missed your comment again. Um... I think, Jason, you were asking why we didn't just release the game. No, Jason, you have to ask the question again because I want to get your exact question right. Philip says, well, there'll be a deluxe version. Actually, out of the box, we've made the game deluxe just right out of the box. So every copy of the game is a deluxe version. Every copy is individually numbered. Um, so every game has the, uh, the the special miniatures that you use to place workers and wooden, um, wooden uh, resource tokens. Uh, so we try to make every copy deluxe just in, the, in every version of Apiary. Here's Paul Solomon, the designer of Honeybuzz. Uh, I'm excited to show this with uh, share this with Paul because of his uh, background with Honeybuzz. Let's see. Julie says, "What stood out to you most about this game when you decided to sign it?" The hook to me was this idea of these workers that were gaining in strength um, as you place them, and how that strength impacted the action. I, I know that isn't. Uh, there are other games that do this, uh, like like even my own game Euphoria has a little bit of that, even though it's dice in Euphoria instead of workers that you're you're uh, aging in strength. Um, and Teotihuacan does it as well. So, but that was the initial hook, because I thought that was interesting, and I liked the look of the, the different mini games in the game and how the value of the worker you place always impacted every little mini game in uh, in Apiary. That was the initial hook. Um, now I'm hooked by uh, by some of the the aspects of the game that kind of emerged during development, like. Every single action not only has this, these benefits that level up as the strength of your worker increases. I'll pull, I'll pull out another worker here. Here's another worker. So not only do they level up with that, but whenever you place a four-value worker on the board, not only do they gain the action, but they also unlock for that action, they unlock a special be benefit that only the strength four workers get. 
Um, and for every action, it's different. So for like exploration, you are um, accessing a special, a special ability on the planet that you're exploring that's related to the four value worker. Um, there's a, on the convert action with a level four worker, strength four worker, you are creating a dance for other bees. Bees have this famous, famous waggle dance thing that they do that gives instructions to other bees. So you're actually creating a conversion, a resource conversion unique to you, whatever you wanted to create at that moment that other, other players get to, get to use. So I just love that, uh, that idea of this, these level four workers. That really hooked me in. Heather says, will it have a tutorial gameplay to get you started? It doesn't have a tutorial in the box, but it does have a one uh, this teaching guide, which is essentially a tutorial that can get you right into the game. We also have the Dyes interactive tutorial and the um, and uh, a, a watch it played style video for the game. Oliver says, "Will the box fit into a standard uh, Calyx shelf?" This is a standard size box. Yeah, it's a little taller; it's seventy five millimeters instead of uh, seventy. But yeah, otherwise, it's a standard. It's like the wingspan, wingspan size box, two ninety six millimeters uh, as a square. It might look big just because the way I'm holding it up, but it is. Yeah, it's a standard box size. A couple of people are also asking if there will be a deluxe edition. This is the deluxe edition. So there's only one version of the game, and we made it deluxe out of the box. So. The standard version of the game is the deluxe version. Uh, Jeff says, this one came across during playtesting as a slightly heavier offering than your recent releases. I would say it's right on par with Expeditions in terms of, in terms of weight. Uh, he says, can you speak to the weight of the game and the thought that went into making it appealing to a wide ar array of gamers? So I've talked a little bit, Jeff, if, if you caught the last few minutes, about onboarding and accessibility, how that went into uh, our thought process for designing and creating different methods that people can play Apiary for the first time. Um, but we found people are really enjoying these, these medium weight plus games. And that was the, the right weight for, for Apiary. And, uh, that was, yeah, it was just, we try to make the best version of, of the games that we publish. And that just it meant not making the game lighter than it needed to be. It meant not making the game heavier than it needed to be. Uh, let's see. Justin says, how does the game vary between player counts? Does it feel drastically different at two players than five? I wouldn't say drastically different, no. There's a double-sided board. So the board is double-sided. I'll hold up a little bit of the board here. And so one side of the board, here's the board here. One side of the board is for one to three players. The other side is for four and five players. And so the actions, the available action spaces uh, vary a little bit at player counts. Um, at the same time, there is bumping in the game. So you can't ever block someone else's worker from a space. So uh, with the bumping mechanism, that scales up for many different player counts. That's the reason for like with Euphoria, there's only one side of the board for all player counts. But we did, there were a few action spaces that needed to scale a little differently for, for different player counts so that it could feel pretty similar at every player count. And so I would say the game feels pretty similar at all player counts. Uh, let's see. Johnny says, can you share more about the factions and the process of designing playtesting them? When you say factions are the primary driver in your game a la Terra Mystica, or are they more supplemental bonuses? Uh, they're a little bit more like supplemental bonuses. So each player at the beginning of a game of Apiary, they receive a hive mat. Uh, so here's two different hive mats I'll share. Here's you can see they're a little different. So this is where you'll initially be placing tiles in the game. And they're a little bit like Arc Nova's uh, player maps in that when you cover up a bonus, you, you gain that benefit. So when you place a tile and you cover up a bonus, you gain that benefit. That's paired with one of 20 different faction tiles. So like, let's see how you can see right here, it says faction tile. So it's a three hex faction tile that you place on there at the beginning of the game. And that faction tile gives you slightly different uh, starting resources, sometimes slightly different 
ongoing benefits. Um, but it's a, a little, just a slight little nudge in a direction of the game, not saying you have to play this way throughout the game. Uh, a lot of the game was designed before the factions because we wanted the core game to work really well before adding asymmetry. And then we just play tested the heck out of it uh, for, for the asymmetry in the game um, to make sure that, that everything was balanced. And we did uh, our, our standard data analysis to make sure that uh, the playtesting data wasn't revealing any uh, hugely overpowered or hugely underpowered factions or hives. Shushul says, did the mycelium in Star Trek Discovery provide some thematic inspirations as space-faring, hyper-intelligent species? They didn't, but actually the, one of the things that I asked Connie to read while she was considering the sci-fi version of Apiary was a book called Children of Time by Adrian Tchaikowski. It's a wonderful book about a planet that is seeded with what is intended to be human life, but instead the kind of the, the sentience that, that is seeded on this planet goes to spiders. And so spiders, really hyper-intelligent, highly advanced spiders end up evolving on this planet as the, the human-like species on the planet. And it's a great book. Highly recommend the book Children of Time. That was a big inspiration for bees becoming the, the, the kind of the, uh, the top of the food chain um, in, in Apiary. Mark says, will Apiary have a promo realm for Rolling Realms? Of course, Mark. Yeah, that will be available on October 4th as well. And stay tuned to The Mill this Saturday, where Corel will reveal what that realm looks like. Chad says he likes the uh, the bright and colorful look of this game. Yeah, we didn't want it to look dark. Uh, you're right. Some space games end up looking really, really dark. We wanted this one to look bright and colorful. James says, what's my favorite deck of cards game? Like my favorite game to play with a deck of cards? Probably poker, maybe hearts. Nee says, can we expect any playthroughs or reviews prior to the October 4th date? You can. Yeah, those will happen on October 2nd, which I know is a little bit off and pretty close to that release date or to that launch date. But the reason we did that is that uh, Apiary only shipped to advanced copy reviewers or only really arrived earlier this week. And we like to give advanced copy reviewers a month to play through a game. We don't want them rushing through the game the day they get it or even the week they get it. We want them to take their time with it or at least have the time in their schedule because these reviewers are getting many different games from many different people. So we don't um, we don't want to take advantage of their time. So we give them a month and that's why we wanted to give them a full month and October 2nd, you'll see that content start to come out. In the meantime, you'll see content from me revealing the stories behind the game and some videos about various aspects of the game. Oh, it looks like Molly mentioned Children of Time here as well. Yeah, uh, Ch Children of Time is an is a excellent book, especially if you want to get excited about Apiary, go read Children of Time. Very different in terms of how that species evolves compared to the space-varying bees in Apiary, but it's, it's just a really neat read. Stuart also asked about the Watch It Play video. Yeah, I, I don't know exactly when that will go live, Stuart. It kind of depends on Roddy's schedule, but I'm hoping it will go live on October 2nd. Agnes also says, can you talk a little bit about the designer, how we met them? Yeah, so I met Connie at Design Day 2021, which is a, an annual playtesting event run by my company, Stillmeyer Games, here in St. Louis. Connie attended with a prototype version of Apiary, and it caught our eye there. And uh, Connie and I started working together, and I found how wonderful Connie is to work together. She actually submitted later on after we, we had kind of corresponded about the game a little bit, and then she officially submitted it to us. And it was the the best prototype we've ever received for a game in terms of how easy it was for us to figure out how to play it. A lot of prototypes, prototype submissions we receive are really confusing in ways that maybe the designer hasn't expected and 
doesn't intend. Um, but Connie like labeled every single little bag with the name of the tiles in that bag or the name of components in that bag. That little touch really made it super easy for us to find each of the different components that we needed to actually play apiary. Um, so that was a great sign to me that Connie was going to be really precise and really putting her feet putting her herself in the shoes of the player um, in designing apiary. Jovan says, can you talk a little bit about the factions? Uh, so there are 20 different faction tiles in the game. They are paired with one of the five different hive mats. The hive mats are where you're actually placing the tiles. The factions go on top. They're little, little uh, three hex tiles. And the faction here, I'll show you an example of a faction so you can get an idea of what it looks like. Here's the other miniature in the game. This is the, the queenship miniature that you move around. So it represents the entire fleet of, of different hives or ships in this uh in the Melifera colony and so they're moving around to different planets to um to make those planets better actually another twist in this game so here is here is a um here an example of a faction tile one of the 20 faction tiles this one's the saha it says whenever you retrieve collect an additional uh, uh farm benefit an additional income benefit also shows your starting workers. One of the neat things about these tiles is that there's an action of the game when you place a four strength worker where you get to upgrade the tile and flip it over and it becomes slightly better. So this one says, whenever you retrieve, uh, collect an additional uh, income bonus or two points. So usually the backside leads to some points here. Guillaume says, does it come with a cool insert? I think it's cool. That, that'll be up to you, but it does come with a, an insert that aids with uh, setup and it also comes with a tray with resources in it that um, that makes setup easier as well. Uh, Joshua says, I believe you hear this a lot, but I cannot overstate my love of your desire to avoid Kickstarter and simply promote and release your games. It works so well and excites me so much more. Thank you, Joshua. I appreciate that. Yeah, one, that's one of the things about Apiary and many of our all of our games that I'm announcing this game today. I'm going to talk about it for the next few weeks. You'll get to see what reviewers think with the final actual finished version of the game on October 2nd. And then on October 4th, we'll start selling it to you and it'll start shipping to you right away as well. So you don't have to wait. You can you can learn about the game and then buy it and then get it within within a few weeks in October. So that's the method that we prefer. Mark says, will there be dual layered boards? No, dual layered boards aren't needed in this game. Um, Dual layer boards are good when you have a lot, a lot of little tokens that could be shifted around, but that isn't the case here. Uh, these are hive mats that need to be flexible because you can actually expand the places where you can place tokens on these hive mats. Um, so yeah, dual layered wouldn't really work in this game in Apiary. So many questions here. I'm loving it. Let me see if I'm missing any important topics. I'm happy to just talk about Apiary all day today. Uh, I'll, I'll bring up a few little things at the end here. Uh, let's see. Chad says, can you build onto the black portions of your hive mat or only onto the already established hive shape? Yeah, so one of the things you can do in the game is you can expand your hive through these frame mats. And they're all they're all actually the same, front and back, all the same. So what this says on here is that game end, I gain eight points if this frame is filled with tiles. The frame has two different hexes that have when covered bonuses. These are seed cards you can gain. And so you can extend your hive I have my hive here, but I have more tiles that I want to place on here, or maybe I want to place them in a specific configuration. I can go get a frame and add it to the hive. It can go off the side of the mat. It can go, it can go really wherever you want on, on your hive. There's another example here. So yeah, you can get frames to expand your, uh, your, uh, your hive mat. Let's see. 
Uh, Mike says, when will this be appearing on the Stonemaier Games store for, for pre-order? The launch on our web store will be on October 4th, and then we'll be shipping the game throughout October. Jason says, I don't see the Automa rulebook yet. Can it be posted as well? It will be posted, but today we're just posting the multiplayer rulebook. Uh, the Automa rulebook will be posted next Thursday. That'll that'll be available. It's we have it available, obviously, but uh, but we're just revealing the core rules right now. Then we'll roll out from there the other materials, like the teaching guide and the uh, the Automa rulebook. Socrates says, "Is this Connie's first game?" It is Connie's first game, and um, she was incredible to work with. She is an incredible designer. Like I, I I can't wait for you to see how amazing. Well, obviously I love the game. Obviously I'm biased, but I think she did an incredible job with the game, and. Connie is so great to work with and such a great designer that we are actually working with her on multiple games in the future. So you're going to see a lot more from Connie in the future. And this is this is your first taste to, to, to experience, I think, what is one of the next great designers in the game industry. Mark says, speaking of the mill, did you get the chance to play the mill fan realm by Karel Tateka? Uh, I did not get the chance to play it yet. But if anyone, I'm glad you mentioned this, Mark, because if anyone wants to see Corel, who is the lead designer and developer for the promo realms for uh, for Rolling Realms, he has a great interview with his co-designer uh, Ryan for the Risky Rewards promo pack. Um, they're on the mill with an interview this past Saturday. Great interview. Corel is a nice surprise for the folks at the mill near the end of the chat. It's a just a great chat to listen to if you like Rolling Realms. Sean says, "Is this a pre-order or a launch?" This is a launch product. The difference for us, well, we've started, I know we use different terms and it's kind of confusing. Um, the difference for us is when we launch a product on our web store, that means that product is already at our fulfillment centers or will arrive within a few days or at most a few weeks. We're ready to ship it right away, essentially. A pre-order is what we did with Expeditions, where um, it, it, Expeditions was in early production, but we opened the pre-order while it was still in early production. So you had to wait a few months before the game actually arrived at fulfillment centers. So this is a launch product. It'll be it'll be in your hands in October if you pre-order or if you, if you order from us on October fourth. Even I mess up the terms. George says any update on the reprint for the Parks Promo Realm? So on October fourth, when Apiary goes live, there will be an Apiary Promo Realm. There will be the Parks Realm, the Biddy and Walter Realm. Those two needed to be reprinted and have a better coding applied to them. Um, and for anyone who already has those realms, we will be sending them. We'll send you a promo code so you can get them uh, for free. Uh, and uh, and we'll have some other new realms as well on that day. We'll also have a new disc, a new Stillmeyer Games signature disc golf disc themed around uh, themed around Apiary. Uchiko says, "Will plastic containers be available on the Europe store soon?" I don't think so. I don't think we plan to restock them, but feel free to make a back in stock request. If we get enough requests there, we, we might restock them there. Chris says, what's the best way to, to attend Design Day? It would be amazing to have you at Design Day, Chris. He says, would love to attend since St. Louis is close to home. Chris, uh, it's it's a product on our web store. So if you go to our web store and search for Design Day, you can see the, the product listing there. Currently, it's sold out because we ha do have limited space at Pieces Game Cafe where it's hosted. Um, but you can get on the wait list there and hopefully find out about it in a future year or even this year. Sometimes people do drop out in the coming months. And so get on the wait list so that, um, so that we can hopefully have you attend one year. It'd be wonderful to have you there, Chris. Source says, how much table space does the game need with the main board and the player boards? Oh, I have that measurement somewhere, Stuart. I don't know it offhand. Um, how much, let me see if we did note it on the back of the box. 
No, we didn't note it down there. So I don't, I don't know offhand. I don't want to give an, an, an inaccurate answer there, Super. So I, I, I don't know offhand. Let's see. Uh, Julie says, I was struck by the human traits and activities the bees have in the artwork, and they have an approachable look without being cartoonish. A tough, tough line to, to walk there. What artistic goals did you have in the artist, did you and the artist have for this game? So I was working with Quanchai Maria. I was thinking the most about the game Flip Ships. I really like the style that he used for Flip Ships. Another space-themed game, kind of, that is very bright and colorful, which I really, really liked. So I was kind of going for that look for, for the game. Um, Quantra sent a bunch of different versions of bees that we could have considered, but I kind of like this look for the bee the most, where it still very much looks like a bee, but it does have some te technology and equipment on it to make them look a little bit more futuristic, a little bit, a little bit more human. So that was basically Quantra sent me a bunch of different concepts, and that just happened to be the, the best fit. Um, that's usually how it works. Like artists often ask me questions like that: "What do you want this to look like?" And usually I might throw a few things at them, but ultimately I work the best if they send me a few concepts that are very different from one another, and then I can see what I, what I, what I really want from the game. That's the most helpful for me. Let's see. Carol says that closed captions aren't working. I don't think that's something I can control. Yeah, sorry about that, Carol. Uh, Chad says that we're going to make metal minis for this game. No plans to do that, no. Uh, but we do. We did one of the things that we had to do, or uh, was, that we realized, is that these numbers are really important. It's really important that you can see the strength of your workers on the table. And without the inking, you can see the inking on these miniatures. Without the inking, it was really hard to see the numbers, surprisingly hard to see it. So that was kind of a big unexpected cost that we needed to add just for clarity and playability. Um, but the inking ends up looking at making them look a little gritty, kind of a Battlestar Galactica look to them anyway. So I liked how it worked out. Chad says, I remember you saying something about the fan art wingspan cards. Any news about that? So that's actually another product that will go live on October 4th. I'm not going to focus on them too much because I want to focus on Apiary early on this month. But later in the month, I will start talking about the, uh, the wingspan fan art cards a lot more in detail because they will be on our web store at the same time. You can put them in your cart uh, on October 4th with Apiary and have them shipped at the same time. Let's see. Katie says, are we allowed to know what the price of Apiary will be on the web store? So the price range for Apiary, I'm not going to say the exact price yet. And this price will vary based on um, if you're a champion. If you're a champion, you get a 20% discount. And we'll have the game on sale for the first like four or five days on our website, our web store as well. So uh, the, the standard retail price will be in the $70 to $80 range. But with the sale price and champion discount, you should be able to get it for around like um, 50 to $60 in the pre-order. Yeah. Michael says, is there a reason why the I is not a capital letter? Eh, just, a, just a style to make it clear that it's an I and not an L, I think. Kevin says, any chance the tapestry sieve adjustments will be available at the same time as Apiary? Unfortunately not. They are they're in production, but they won't be ready at that time. No. Trishul says, how does the solo mode thematically fit considering bees are mostly hyper-social? Well, the thing with our social mode, our solo modes is that uh, they're designed to make you feel like you're playing against an intelligent opponent. And so uh, in, in the solo mode, I don't, I'm not the, I'm the multiplayer developer, not the solo developer, 
but uh, the solo mode is designed to make you feel like you're playing against um, or playing with a, a, an intelligent opponent, which works perfectly for this game. Jonathan says, will this or any other games that you publish be available on Board Game Arena? We typically put board games on Board Game Arena that have been out for a while. We don't, I know some companies are putting out brand new games on Board Game Arena. We want you to experience games for the first time on the tabletop, not digitally. Um, so eventually, maybe five years down the road, we'll put Apiary on Board Game Arena. But initially, it will just be available on tabletop for quite some time. Uh, let's see, did I? Yeah. Um, Chad says, can you give the elevator pitch on Apiary again? Uh, the quick pitch for Apiary is that this is a game about spacefaring bees. Post-humanity Earth, bees have become the human-like uh, uh, species on Earth. And um, the game is a worker placement game where you, you place workers with four different strengths and you gain benefits based on that strength. On one of six different actions, there's a tile placement element where you're placing tiles on an asymmetric hive mat. And uh, there's an engine building element to many of those tiles as well. Uchko says he's sorry to hear that we're not going to restock the containers. We, we might restock them. It just depends on the back and stock request. So I'm, I'm not saying that we're not going to restock them. Just make a back and stock request, and that way we'll determine if there's enough demand for us to restock them because we have to ship them across the, uh, the ocean to get there. Oh, good. So, Johnny, a few people pointed out that I did list the size of the game, the uh, how much the game, how much. Okay, I did say that. Okay, 99 by 90 centimeters on the table, around three feet squared. I hope that isn't just copy and paste from the expeditions page, though. Let's make sure that I didn't just make a mistake there. I think that might be a copy and paste error. Um, yeah, I th I'm gonna I'm gonna remove that from now for now because I I don't. I think that is left over for me taking the content on the expeditions page and make sure I had all that content on the apiary page, but they are two very different games. And I don't think apiary, uh, takes up that much space. How much space does it take up? It's not far from that. I'm going to remove that comment for now, or I will, I will look at that and revise it after this live cast and get the right measurement on there. Yeah. Daniel says, is there a shipment update on the expeditions play map? Depends on your region, Daniel, but uh, at least in the U.S., orders are starting to ship this week and next week. I think uh, in some of the other regions, they're starting to ship as well, but they will ship in uh, in September for sure. Let's see. Uh, Adam says, what happened to the cover photo on the website or, or Facebook? Tapestry is on there, on there twice, but no scythe. Hmm, that might be a mistake there, Adam. I will, I will look at the cover image or the Facebook which world image? So you're saying tapestry on there twice, but no scythe. Okay. No, just an honest mistake from our, our, our web designer. Yeah, we can easily fix that. Thank you for letting me know. Uh, Mark says, have you considered creating Rolling Realms extra large cards uh, for demos? We haven't, but that's something that we could consider in the future for, for convention demos. Rob's going to check out Children of Time, a, a book that inspired some of the aspects of uh, the kind of the sci-fi bees becoming the, the sentient sapient species in this world. Um, Gerald says, in what way is Apiary similar to Tolkien? Uh, 
Part of it is the carved tiles. So there are these carved tiles in the game. They're very similar to the monuments in Sulkin, um, in that there's a limited number. They're set at the beginning of the game. There's very they're variable tiles. They're preset. They're there at the beginning of the game, um, and they're they're like big goals to work towards for a lot of end game points. That's one of the ways. Also, even though in in Sulkin the idea is that the longer your workers on the board, the better it gets. In Apiary. Similar concept, but it's the longer you have a worker, the better it gets. The more strength and the better the benefits you get from one of the different actions on the board. And there's also the engine building is uh, is somewhat similar to uh, to Silken in that you are you are not in Silken you're moving up tracks. In Apiary you're gaining different tiles that build your engine that make your engine better and better as you play. Damon says, "Will there be a neoprene map for Libertalia?" No, typically we make uh, neoprene mats when you need to pick up cards off the table, and those cards are kind of in the middle of the mat. But we designed the AP or the li the uh, Libertalia uh, board so that um, uh, so that the cards are right off the edge, so they're easy to pick up right off the edge. So we don't have any plans to make a a, a play mat for Libertalia. Um, Joel says, how does it compare to your engine building game, Wingspan? Wingspan actually is a, Wingspan is a Stillmeyer game. It isn't a Jamie Stegmeyer game. Wingspan was designed by Elizabeth Hargrave. How does it compare? Um, I mean, they're very different games. They use engine building in very, very different ways. The engine building in Wingspan is uh, limited to three different actions where those three specific actions are leveling up as you play birds on those actions. In Apiary, the engine building comes from the a couple different aspects, aspects like upgrading your uh, your faction tile and gaining uh, recruit tiles that give you nice ongoing benefits. Uh, that's the main engine building aspect of the game, those, those recruit tiles in the game. Uh, so just a, a different form of engine building. A few people are saying they're getting shipment, shipment, shipment notifications for Expeditions, Ironclad Edition, and the Playmat. So uh, you, you'll probably get your shipping notification in this week or next week for that. Let's see here. Uh, Maxwell says, did you read the sequel to Children of Time? I did. Yeah, I can't re remember what the sequel is named. But I, yeah, I've, I've read both books. I think it's just two books. Maybe maybe even a third one. Uh, I've read all the books in the series. I, I love that series by Adrian Tchaikovsky. George says, what component from Apiary would you consider to be the special component hook here? Uh, hmm. I mean, I think the main component hook is the uh are, are the are the workers i think these are the main the main hook the the worker meeples that are numbered one through four i also like the queen ship miniature there's just one of these you share this and move this around the uh the, the area of the game the explore action of the game but yeah i think the 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 worker minis are the uh are the the component hook in apiary ray says what's your favorite faction to play in apiary I don't know if I'm there yet in Apiary to have a favorite faction. Um, I do like that uh, Connie selected five of the simpler factions to be starter factions. So if you're starting out or you're teaching the game to someone new, they're easily labeled. You can pick out one of those starters. Um, so I like that aspect of the game, that there is a starter faction, but there's also you know 15 more complex factions that you can play with as well. So right now I'm just excited about the, the variety, not a specific faction. <laughs> Chad says, are you treating yourself today after another stressful announcement? Today, I wouldn't say, say that today is particularly stressful. Maybe a little bit. There's a lot going on on Announcement Day. Um, I want to get all the information out there at the right time to, to everyone who wants to know about it. Um, I don't have any big treat for myself today. No, uh, maybe a little ice cream if, if all goes well. 
So I think I'll come back to Apiary. I'm happy to answer any other questions. Let me look at the rest of the e-newsletter to see what else is there. Um, we've added a, a wish list feature to our web store for the first time. So now if you're thinking about getting something on our web store, but you, uh, you know, you're, you're undecided, you're, you're trying to wait to consolidate it with a future order, you can add it to a wish list and that wish list will save for you uh, in spe specifically. So we've tested this out on a few web stores and we, we think it works. So uh, hopefully, hopefully the wish list feature works for you too. Um, Let's see, people have already asked about Expeditions. Uh, the Yeah, the, the Wave 2 of the Ironclad Edition and the Playmat should be shipping this week and next week for most regions. And uh, we will. We actually now have the Natural Rubber Playmat rubber play for Scythe in stock as well. It's in stock in the U.S. It's already been, it's been in stock in Australia and in Europe, and it should be in stock very soon in Canada uh, if you're interested in the Playmat for Scythe. I think those are the main things that I mentioned in the e-newsletter. Um, Stuart says, how's Biddy doing? Biddy is my cat who right now is suffering with uh, through intestinal cancer. Biddy is not doing well, unfortunately. I probably shouldn't talk about it much because I definitely will get emotional, but I appreciate you asking about it. And uh, yeah, please, please keep Biddy in your thoughts. Um, George says, are the factions graded like in Dune so you know which ones are more complex than, than others? There are five starter factions. So those are the simplest and then the rest are just the factions, the more advanced factions. There's not a grading system beyond that. Uh, Chris says to treat myself today. Um, really, I want Connie to treat herself. I'm so excited for Connie to uh, to, to to get Apiary. Um, well, she'll have to wait a little bit longer to get her copy, but uh, but it's coming soon. She'll she'll get her copy very soon. Uh, let's see, Tim says, someone on BGG asked if the champion discount is available at Essen. Now, the champion discount is only available if you buy on our web store. Um, yeah, yeah, champion is a, a web store thing. Damien says, how close is the spiral bound version of the, of the size rulebook happening? I don't know if it's going to happen, honestly, Damien. Um, currently, we're just selling through the hardcover rulebooks, and then we'll evaluate if, um, if we will make more after that. But... Uh, Given how long we've had the rule books in stock, I don't know if there will be enough demand to make another print run. But feel free to sign up for back in stock notification, and we'll we'll gauge demand based on that. Um, yeah, I'm going to make a note about uh, champions at conventions. It's something that we've talked about uh, ways to appreciate champions who buy our products at conventions, even though it, the discount doesn't technically apply to to products purchased at conventions. Um, but we definitely want to have that level of, of appreciation for champions if they buy directly from us at any, in any format. Katie says, will Apiary be available on all Stonemaier Games web, web stores uh, on October 4th? Yep, yeah, it's always everywhere at the same time, except for Australia, which is a little bit earlier because of their, their uh, schedule being so different than, um, than, than Canada, US, and Europe. So all essentially on October, all, all will be on October 4th. It'll just be slightly earlier for, um, for Australia. Corey says, did I see the Dice Tower top 10 favorite designers from a few days ago? Uh, I made number 10 on Tom's list, number four on Mike's list. Wow, that's uh, that's incredible. That means so much to me that they they, they view my games in that way. And I see some other amazing names on the list. Ryan Lockett, Bruno Cathala, Paolo Mori. I've had the pleasure of working with with, um, with Libertalia, Martin Wallace, Uwe Rosenberg, and Richard Garfield. Yeah, I, it's beyond my wildest dreams that I could be 
my name could be thrown out there in the same conversation as, uh, as people like that. But I've also discovered the pleasure of developing games, not just designing games, but developing games like Apiary. It, it was a true pleasure to work with Connie, the designer of Apiary, as a developer to help make the game be as fun and intuitive and balanced as it, as it could be. It's a, it was a really fun process. Mark says, does the Civ balancing and Tapestry influence how to balance the factions in Apiary? The main thing we took away from, um, from Tapestry is that we needed to not just playtest a lot, uh, but also analyze that data in a way that is beyond my abilities. And that's why we have people who are very good at data analysis that look at that playtesting data. That's the main thing that we carried over from Tapestry to future games with asymmetry. Uh, yeah, Anya says, I didn't realize there's a difference between the developer and designer. Yeah, designer is the, is the person who creates the game from scratch, gets it as playable and fun and functional as they possibly can. And then a developer, who is also oftentimes the publisher, comes in and makes it even more fun or helps the designer make it even more fun, even more balanced, even more intuitive. Uh, all those things that, that go into uh, making a game as good as it can be, as great as it can be. Taking a good, a good game and making it great. And uh, that, that, uh, that's one of the reasons that we work a lot with designers to do this, or I work a lot with designers to do this. So it's one of the reasons that when we sign a game, the person is just as important as the game itself. And Connie just happens to be incredibly talented, dedicated, um, and just wonderful person to work with. Yeah. Stuart says that he's excited about to see the design diaries. I'm excited to see. I've been writing a lot of the design diaries in advance, and I'm excited to release them every day for the next, uh, I think, nine days. They'll go through next Thursday, and they'll have some videos after that. Nick says, is Connie more of a private person, or might we see her in some of your YouTube videos or writing some articles on your website? Um, Connie did contribute to some of the design diaries that I posted that, I'm, that I will be posting. You'll see large quotes from Connie. I don't know. Um, I'll, I'll talk to Connie if she wants to do a video interview at some point. I'm, I'm absolutely happy to do that with, with Connie if she wants to. It's not something that any designer is obligated to do, but um, if she's open to it, I, I'd be happy to talk to her about the design on, on, uh, on the YouTube channel. I'll make a note about that. Julie says, who might be the target audience for Apiary? Really, I think any medium weight Euro gamer um, has a very good chance of really enjoying Apiary. I've compared the game to Tsulkin, to Teotihuacan, to Euphoria, to Honeybuzz. So I think anyone who loves those games, I think that's kind of the target audience for, for Apiary. Garrett also asked how Biddy is doing. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to talk about Biddy too much today because uh, I want to keep the focus on Apiary. Um, but he's not doing well. He's not doing well, but he is, he is still with us. Yeah. Uh, Keith popped in from Thunderworks to see, excited to see the new title. Thank you, Keith. I appreciate that. Um, a few of the other topics I wanted to cover really briefly today, uh, is that I posted my top 10 games of all time list, which I post twice a year, I post this twice a year, every six months. I posted that this past Sunday. So if you want to see what my favorite games of all times are, all time are, are as of right now, you can see that top 10 list on our YouTube channel. Recently, I also posted on Labor Day about uh, two new full-time employees at Stonemaier Games. So we have Christine Santana, who's been our longtime graphic designer. She became a full-time employee very recently. And Susanna Eisenbraun, who joined us around 20 months ago as our retailer relationship manager. She is now full-time as well. So welcome to Christine and Susanna. And I also talked about some of the um, ways that we've tried to add more value to my coworkers and, and the Stonemaier Games employees over the last year. I talked about that in that article if you want to see 
how how we're how I'm trying to consistently and constantly improve and grow in how I show my appreciation to my coworkers. I, I, they're incredible people, and I'm lucky to have them on the Stillmire Games team. Also posted last week, uh, uh, mostly kind of a guest post about a retailer called Voss Media in Michigan, who I think is doing some incredible things about uh, around building a community around their game store. And so I wanted to highlight that and elevate this store doing some amazing things. I know there are a lot of other game stores doing amazing things too, but I thought it might give some inspiration to those stores and to show people that there are some game stores out there, local game stores that are really community focused and really trying to do great things for their community. That was the post last Thursday. Uh, Tom says he, he thought the article on coworkers was excellent. Thank you, Tom. I, I appreciate that. Chet says, how far does the retail release of Apiary follow the online launch? So the web store launch for Apiary is October 4th with shipping to follow throughout October. And then in late November is the retail release. So depending on exactly when your shipment goes out, it'll be between like six to eight weeks later um, than, the, uh, than when you would receive it if you ordered from our web store. Corey says, thank you for putting me on your 200 plus artist list that you'd like to work with. Yeah, I have a lot of artists that I'd love to work with someday. And Corey is, is certainly on that list. Yeah, happy, thanks for noticing that, Corey. Uh, Trish Hull says, will you open up a page for posting our factions and scores on your website similar to Tapestry? What's a good score in Apiary? Yes, Trish Hull, I'm glad for that reminder. I think I have that somewhere on my, my checklist, but I'll make a note about it just in case I have forgotten. But there will be a leaderboard for Apiary for you to post uh, which hive you used, which faction you used, and, uh, and what your score was. A good score for Apiary... Ooh, I don't think we noted it in the rule book. I found some people like find that intimidating when we wrote when we note what a good score is. Let's see if I note it in the rule book. No, I don't note a good, what a good score for Apiary is. I'd have to go back and look at the playtesting data. I believe it's usually around um, eighty. I'd say eighty plus is a good, a really good score for Apiary. Beverly signed up for a notification. Yeah, Beverly, thank you for the reminder here. If anyone wants to sign up for a launch notification for Apiary, even if you're already on our e-newsletter list, I'd highly encourage you to do so because for every person who signs up for that launch notification, whether or not they even end up buying from us, um, we are going to donate a dollar to one of three different organizations related to bees and pollinators. There's pollinator.org, there is the Center for Native Pollinator Conservation and Hyper International. It's a honeybee gift. This is money that we're spending. This isn't money that we're taking away from your order or anything like that. It's not even related to your order. It's just if you make a launch notification, sign up. You're signing up for a launch notification and just updates about apiary in general. Um, we're going to make a donation to a great organization that will that will help uh, the ecology of our world. Uh, uh, hopefully, yeah. Let's see here. Chess says, it's great that you expanded your team, especially in graphic design. I know a graphic designer, if you ever need some help. Uh, and Chad's been designing some amazing shirts recently and showing off his graphic design skills. Chad, I'm excited for you to share those shirts with the world in the near future. Zach says, did I miss something about the Rolling Realms Parks Pack? I don't see it on the site. Yeah, Zach, the pack will be back. The, the Parks Pack and the Biddy and Walter Pack will be back on our web store in early October. Same time as Apiary. So you can order it along with Apiary on our web store on October 4th. Um, let's see, a few quick topics to end today's livecast. Thank you for all the questions and curiosity about Apiary today. Some games I played recently were Four Shuffle, Return to Dark Tower, Sail, Robo Trick, Tall Tales, and Heck and Hounds. A lot of trick-taking games got to the table recently. The book I just finished is a book called My Murder, which was a neat little, like, 
uh, speculative, slight future um, murder mystery book, but it isn't really a murder mystery. That's one of the mysteries in the book, um, book called My Murder that I enjoy, enjoyed. We went to a low country boil hosted by a, friend, a pair of friends this past weekend. They have an annual low country boil that we attended and have a great, had a great time there. Got to see my coworker Alex there. Um, I've been watching American Ninja Warrior, love American Ninja Warrior in the summers. And we also watched the movie No Hard Feelings. It's a it's an R-rated comedy that recently came out, and we really enjoyed it. We had fun with that over the weekend. And we also watched uh, quite a bit of Disc Golf World Championships. Uh, that was this past weekend as well. Bridget says, when will the price be announced? Uh, on October 4th will be the day that you see the exact price. But Bridget, what I've shared is that the estimated retailer price for this game is between $70 and $80. But uh, the pre the launch price for us will be discounted, so you get a discounted price, and champions get a twenty percent discount on top of that. So the price for uh, for people who are champions during the launch period will be between like fifty or sixty dollars. Board Game Bite says APR will make a great Spotify playlist for Sugar Sugar, a taste of honey, honey queen bee, and lots more. Oh yeah, a bee themed playlist. I like that idea. Morgan says. Uh, we've got to get you a better camera, 480p. Morgan, the camera is actually fine. I, I have a really, really high definition camera. It is Facebook Live uh, that is that is showing you um, a lower bandwidth. So it's uh, something that I don't have control over. This is just the, the bandwidth that Facebook chooses to broadcast it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't have any control over it. All right. Thank you so much for joining me today for Apiary's announcement. There's lots more information on our website. Stay in touch with the uh, the Facebook page and our website to, to uh, learn about the Design Diary post. I'll be hosting one Design post, Design Diary post every day for the next eight or nine days, and there's one on our website today. And I look forward to sharing a lot more information soon. One last question: Chad says the game will be individually numbered. Yes, you can see the game. Every copy of the first printing of the game will indeed be individually numbered. All right. Have a wonderful day. Good to see you all. Happy Wednesday. And I will see you soon for more apiary information. Take care. Bye.